Do you want to know where you are in your leadership development journey and where to focus your attention in the future to get better results? Well, if the answer is yes, I would like to invite you to take my free world-class leadership assessment today and get an instant score of your current leadership level. By taking this new and fact-based assessment, you will be able to score your current leadership level against the world-class leaders as well as the five core areas of leaderships. Number one, clarity. Number two, personal performance. Number three, leadership presence. Number four, influence. And number five, relationships. Over the years, I've worked with hundreds of professionals around the world and across all industries to help them achieve their leadership goals. So thanks to this work and the data, I have developed a solid assessment that you can take today. Now, the assessment is quick. It will just take 5-10 minutes. So there are 25 questions across the five core areas I described earlier, and you will get an instant feedback and report received in your inbox. So, are you ready to know where you are? Take the free assessment today at www.andreapetrone.com assessment. Let me repeat it again www.andreapetrone.com slash assessment So, give it a go and now it's about time for a new episode Welcome to the World Class Leader Show This is the one and only podcast for ambitious and high achievers Professionals who want to become world class leaders In this podcast we deconstruct the success of high performance leaders share their stories, and teach the most effective strategies to move from average to greatness. This is your host, Andrea Petroni, a high-performance and leadership advisor, executive coach, and keynote speaker with more than 20 years of international and executive corporate experience. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the World Class Leader Show. In today's episode, I want to answer one specific question that many leaders ask me when we talk about their teams. And the question is, how can we motivate an entire team? And that is not an easy question. Actually, it's a great question. So as I worked for many years in my corporate work, uh, as a team leader and executive, but also now as a coach, most of my work, as you know, a little bit more of my work is with teams. And they are going through major change and they need to transform maybe their business or the way how they're uh, running maybe projects. And uh, so I put together all my experiences, my lessons, and I really came up with 15 different ideas and strategies. And I would like to share them with you today and see whether they might help you right now if you have a team that needs a boost of motivation maybe is disengaged or maybe something else so let me share the 15 ideas with you so let's give it a go number one know well your team members so if you don't know what motivates each of them it's really impossible to motivate the whole team so my personal recommendation is trying to spend more time in knowing their personal lives, their passions, their aspirations. And that is critical. Don't underestimate the importance of understanding and knowing really who they are, okay? Because you will understand a lot about their personal motivation. So that is really a starting point. 
Number two, co-create with them a very strong purpose. The best teams are really motivated by having a strong sense of belonging towards a common purpose, right? So co-create it together because it's their why. Now, remember, we have the organizational purpose, but also we should have a team purpose that could be different or a good combination with organizational purpose. Now, people ask me, so what's the purpose? I'm going to tell you this very quickly. So the purpose is your ability to answer to this specific question. How our work really matters to people. If you're able to answer this question, you have a very good purpose. Okay, so that was number two. Number three, build a desirable vision. The vision must be appealing and convey a clear picture of what the future will look like. People are much more motivated when they know their work matters. So let them understand what is going to happen in the future because uncertainty is going to really kill motivation. So things change in the future. That's fine. But at least you should have a very clear vision of where you want to be in the next three years, for example. So the question is, do you have a desirable vision right now? Because if the answer is no, well, that's something to work on. Number four, set the right goals. A strong purpose with no clear goals gets lost very quickly. So set goals that are ambitious and challenging, but also achievable, although they require a stretch. So make sure, for example, they are 20% bigger than the current team skills. Okay, so that is a very good, interesting point. So because if the, the, the goal level or the challenge level is exactly like the skill level, you're not going really to make a stretch here. Now, if the challenge level it's way bigger than the current team skills, that would be a problem because people, they will realize quickly they are not able or equipped with the current skills to reach their goal. So they will disengage very quickly. So be very careful what, ki what kind of goals you're going to set. Right, number five, money or titles don't buy motivation. So once people satisfy their primary needs, any financial incentive won't have much impact on motivation. I know there have been a lot of studies on that, and the, the most famous one says that, and there was an American study, that when people reach seventy dollars or $80,000 as a salary, after that, their level of motivation about money has very little impact. Now, regardless what is the threshold, I think it's a very good point, and I do believe that is right. So once people reach their financial needs, you know, the standard needs that they have, then any additional increase of money is, is having really very little impact on motivation. So if the f your first strategy is increasing salaries or giving incentive, believe me, it's not going to work for motivation only very for a very, very little short time after the raise has been given. Number six, unleash passion. So once you know everyone's passion, set roles, responsibilities, and rewards that allow each of the team members to get closer to what matters to them individually. Now, I don't believe to those people, they say passionate work is unnecessary. Um, that's totally wrong. Passion is what drives people. And I used to think that was not important. When I was in a corporate world, I thought, well, that's a passion, something for my, for my hobbies or my side hustle in the future or whatever. I, I was wrong. I think passion, I learned that passion is really such a strong motivation. So allow your people to really 
unleash their own passion and try to use their passion at work as much as that possible. Number seven, promote curiosity. The more curious they become, the more motivated they will be to fulfill their curiosity. But that is your responsibility. So give them problems to solve that sparks curiosity. So a good example is why not giving, for example, a pilot project to people, something that is kind of a side project, so it's not the, the main task of the team, but something that might, I don't know, improve performance, reduce cost, improve efficiency, or whatever is, you know, the, the goal of your team. All right, number eight, give them autonomy. So there is no better way than giving full autonomy to the team to achieve their goals. So don't step in all the time, you know, with typical control or command leadership style. Instead, give them the challenge, space, and tools, and the support to solve the problem. So autonomy is very, very important. So now, especially that we are working primarily online, you want to give them and show them the highest level of autonomy because that is going to certainly build as well trust. Okay? Number nine, instill a strong sense of urgency. Urgency builds drive in people. So when the drive is high, motivation skyrockets. So when the team purpose, vision, and goals are strong, urgency and drive kick in naturally. So it's all combined. It's, it's all a result of very well-crafted strategy for unlocking intrinsic motivation. But sense of urgency, especially when you want to drive a big change in the team, has to be there. But it's your, again, responsibility to instill the level of urgency. Number 10, provide learning. People who work in great teams learn 10 times than any other teams. So these teams are diverse in terms of skills and behaviors. So favor cross-pollination that increases motivation too. So learning is a, is a big thing. So if the team is not learning new skills, new competencies, new ways of doing things, new ways of working, new behaviors, that's something not necessarily wrong with the team, but you are not unleashing the maximum motivation in people because people are have always the desire to learn. Number 11, celebrate early wins. Stop always asking and pushing. Provide moments to celebrate early wins and have fun. Highly motivated teams celebrate more than average ones, right? So, I know there are goals and there are objectives and steps to reach, but take the time to celebrate the small wins with your people. So set the early wins first and then learn to celebrate more. Because I don't believe they are doing a good job in a corporate world right now. I do believe many teams are not celebrating enough because the leaders is keep pushing. So let's change this because that's not how motivation works. Number 12, build resilience. That's so critical these days, right? So the key is to provide the team with the safety and the space to try and experiment without blame. So replace words like failures with just setbacks. So if you want to build an environment where people feel safe to test and try and experiment, eliminate judgment and make sure that you change the wording. Because every single word that you use matters. So let people feel safe to try and experiment new things. So number 13, promote positive conflict. 
Light the fire to challenge everyone's thinking and build a safe place that allows a constructive conflict on ideas. Now, I know conflict is a thin line, right? Because it's really easy to step into a negative and destructive conflict in people if you're, if you're not able to, to, to deal correctly with conflict. However, a positive conflict on ideas, so intellectual conflict, is the best way to generate new ideas. And I do believe that the best organizations are those that are able to get the most out of their people by promoting this positive conflict. Number 14, tailor your communication style. Best team leaders use the right style for each individual and for the team based on the situation. So they are extremely flexible to change their tone, voice, and message. So the question this is for you. Do you have an arsenal of different communication styles to use in a different context? Because if you don't, I strongly recommend working on your leadership and communicational style because that is critical. Because every people, every situation requires a different communication style. And finally, number 15, be at service. Your role is to support the team so members can unlock motivation and optimal performance. Let them play the game. If you hire well and follow the 14 strategies here, they will be self-motivated. That's exactly what you want, right? You don't want to be the guy that needs to keep motivating your people. You want, on the other hand, you want to develop the intrinsic motivation in people or make sure that the intrinsic motivation reach the surface. All right, so these are my best 15 strategies to unlock team motivation. I know there is a lot of work to do as a team leader, but if you try to really follow some of these strategies and see what different results you can achieve, I'm pretty sure that you will feel much more confident also to start implementing some others. So start with the ones that you think they're most valuable, but also most important right now based on the situation of your team. Try Test it, but give consistency. So it's not something that you can just do it once and then forget. So motivation is a result of consistent actions that go towards these directions. So I'm very curious now. Let me know um, either on LinkedIn, and you know I'm very easy to reach, uh, or on email at andrea at andreapetroni.com. Let me know what strategy you prefer what did you try already and worked? And maybe what you tried and didn't work. Or maybe what else you would like to try. So, yes, motivation is important at the individual level. But when you are able to unlock team motivation, you go to a completely different level. So thanks everyone for listening to this episode. I hope you got some valuable insights today and that you can apply in your business. As always, I'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode, what you liked most, but also what else you want me to cover in the future episodes. Now, this podcast is not about me, so I want to make sure that you get what you need in order to be more successful. So, drop me an email at andrea at andreapetroni.com or find me on LinkedIn and mention that you listened to this episode. And if you want to support this show, the best way is to tell your friends and colleagues about this podcast, but also to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. This will make our episodes more visible so we can impact more people. And finally, go to my website, www.andreapetroni.com, where you can learn a bit more about me, my work, and subscribe for our weekly newsletter, where we summarize the insights of all our podcast episodes. 
check there as well the previous articles. All right, so thank you again for being here and I hope to see you next time. Bye for now.